You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Football Forums podcast. I'm John, I'm your host for this evening, and tonight we have not one guest but two. Uh, how, how you doing, John? I'm good, John. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> and we have the no pressure, the hot short tipster, Hamish. How you, how doing? you doing, guys? Not bad, not good. bad at all. Are you back? Glad to be back, Hamish. I'm glad to be back with a couple of Johnnies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we are. That's just started already. Here we go. Right. <laughs> You're going to get us a winner. Good title sorted. <laughs> <laughs> We've had that one before. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, okay, so you're going to get us a winner, aren't you? Tonight. Of course, of course I will. Of course, of course. I will. Okay. So, we shall start by asking John, how was your dinner last week? It was beautiful, worth waiting for. Worth waiting for. If people had listened last week, they will, they will get why we've said that. So, we'll move on to charity bet, or should we call it the unsuccessful charity bet, but it's been for, well, he was linked since you've been away. Yep. We went for a new first goal scorer, uh, Mullen of Livingston, which looked like a good bet, didn't it, John? Mm-hmm. It certainly did, but it didn't happen. But no, it never happened. So, he never scored first. We also had Livingston as part of a treble, and... What happened there? Livingston lost at home to Albion Rovers. Yeah, someone said it was a banker, but I won't say who. But who, who <laughs> was that? They'll be embarrassed. I wonder. I wonder. Was it you or me? Sometimes you forget. <laughs> it was me. It was Bye. me this time. Yeah. Uh, we went for Hearts. So I Hearts, good guys. Hearts, they won. Mm-hmm. Did the business. Did the business, mm-hmm. alright. Uh, well, we went for. St John's, and I, think, I, thought we, I think we thought St John's was a banker as well against Kowalik. But uh, if you know anything, you don't back bankers. No. So, uh, or, or by listening to this podcast, I don't, don't back bankers. If we, basically, if we say just now, back it, don't back it. Uh, but that's going to change. Hamish is back. Yeah. Got to have confidence in your bitch, you know? Well, we did have confidence, but aye. So. Misguided, I think. Misguided eye. We, we just need you back, Hamish. You've been missed. I'm here tonight. You're here tonight. So, let's go back to last Tuesday. The Scotland oh, game. Aye. Who wants to begin? Hamish, I'll let you begin. See, you've not been on for a while. Yeah. Well, I think it was really disappointing, and especially in the fact that. I didn't think Slovakia were actually very good. Um, we were competing with them, but obviously just let the goals in at uh, terrible times in the game. But it was a, it was a game where I thought we could have taken something out of it, but then we end up getting beaten three 0 and obviously puts us in a poor position. Probably now having played the three weakest teams in the in the group. Yeah, it's potentially looking like that. Um, John, what, uh, what's your thoughts? Um, I'll try and do this without um, 
without having the bleak machine them going off. But <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I had a worry um with the draw obviously last week with Lithuania and then when I saw the team selection he had all the fast players either on the bench or in Oli Burt's um, case in the stands in a suit. Um, when you're up against slow defenders like Martin Skirtle, uh, you know, we were just playing into their hands and, and starting Stephen Fletcher, who was not mobile, um, again, just played into their hands rather than ours. And by the time we started to make a change, we were two down, the game was gone. And as to the defending, once again, it, it was horrendous, the two centre-backs. Um, but not just the two centre-backs. They had no protection in front of them because Fletcher and MacArthur they didn't know which one was going to sit which one was going to go forward. It was just... And, you know, the wingers didn't track back. Uh, it was just awful. Just an awful, awful night. I think Against I, an average team. Yeah, I think, as you say, I, I just don't understand... Strachan's logic in leaving leaving out um, Park, who who looks like you know a, a great young player. So I don't, I don't understand why he wasn't even on the bench. Aye, um, I think the thing as well it's going to possibly affect the boys' confidence a wee bit in terms of leaving him out completely, especially after he started him um, obviously at the home game. But why just leave him out completely? But, but aye. who knows? Much as Anya did come on, and probably Anya was one of the few positives about the game, I think. It looked pretty energetic when he came on, took on players, but then it was too late. When Griffiths and him came on. Yeah. It's just, being a Scotland fan, it's a, a roller coaster, isn't it? But we're excited after my ultra game. Okay, it was only Walter, but we thought, oh, maybe something's going good here. Then we've had the Lithuania game. Back down to, alright, okay. But even then, potentially if we'd got the win on Tuesday, things are alright. We'd have been happy with seven points after three games. Now, we've got to go to Wembley and probably get a win. Yeah. That's where it's at just now. The The way that I look at it just now, though, we are actually only two points behind where I think we would have been so there's still what 21 points to play for not everything's over but it is already starting to look a bit bleak for us it's the fact that you say as well I mean that we've played the, the, the two bottom seats in our opening two games we couldn't take maximum points and when you don't do that especially when the game's at home and you know you're leaving yourself in a battle already because I don't see many teams, although looking a little bit better than what we perhaps thought, I don't think many teams will drop points. I'm certainly England won't. Um, I don't think Slovakia will. Um, we've just left ourselves in a, you know, needing to go to Wembley. I know sometimes we play better against the bigger teams, but it's asking a lot to go to Wembley and win. And right now, that, that is Strachan's last chance alone. If, it, if we get beat at Wembley, and potentially end up five points behind, um, you know, the others, I can't see a way back from. Yeah. I think we're, we are staring at non-qualification in the face unless we come come out with something from the hat. And, uh, yeah, it's hard to see it. Yes, possibly a medical is required. Uh, but you never know. Maybe maybe we'll go there and win. 
Don Hutchison. Mm-hmm. I remember that one. Much as it, it was didn't mean anything in the end. The playoff years ago. Mm-hmm. Obviously, schools had scored two goals at Hamden. They went two 0 We went down there. Don Hutchison scored. Potentially, even could have taken the game to extra time, but. England maybe appeared uncertainty under Southgate they dropped points maybe a glimmer a slight glimmer of hope but maybe that's just trying to be as optimistic as we can difficult I mean you never you never know um, miracles can happen I remember um, Strachanpool won out the bag when we played uh, Croatia what was it three and a half years ago Every, pretty much everyone had written us off for that game and we went and got a very good 1-0 victory so you never know but right now with the defence the way it is and the fact that Hanley who isn't great at the best of times isn't getting games and isn't match up is still a first choice centre half yeah. um, I just don't see any hope but hopefully I'm out of time um, I'm proved wrong Aye. I know there's a couple of things today as well uh, Andy Robertson he's going to be missing much as Tierney will be fine in terms of replacing him but I saw Strachan quoted as saying don't know whether it's true or not uh, about Griffiths he's unlikely to start games because he's not physical enough and you need a physical man up front I don't know if you've seen that quote yourselves I, I, I didn't see the quote but I think you know as John said there it was actually more pace that we needed up front rather than physicality um, and you know, Strachan's decided that he's he's not going to play Griffiths, and if his if if the players that he chooses don't score, then it's it's glaringly obvious for the fans that he should be playing Griffiths. Yeah, uh, we noticed Fletcher didn't even feature for Sheffield Wednesday and Saturday or Sunday or the weekend. Uh, Chris Martin actually scored, but Hello, will you? Aye. So second so, twenty-one games. Aye, exactly. <laughs> But, so it looks like Griffiths, no matter what Griffiths does, he's not going to start. Yeah, I think I think the whole physical thing is just a bit of a um, a get out for striking. Um, you know, when you're a, a tall centre half um, with not a lot of pace, the one thing you, you fear playing is, is pace. Yep. So, and if you want to play Fletcher and Martin, you you know Gary Cahill, for example, will be thinking, all oh, right, good. I don't have to face Lee Griffiths. And especially the way Griffiths plays, that he plays on the defender's shoulder and spins off and, and is looking for those balls in behind. It was just crazy that he wasn't wasn't starting. Well, yeah, yeah. I think he had at least two chances when he came on, but mm-hmm. decent chances, which is more than I can remember Fletcher having. And Martin, maybe combined. Mm-hmm. Over the two games, so we'll see what happens. Uh, well, moving on before we end up everyone's probably stopped listening now because they're like oh more Scotland chat yeah please move this on let's move on (laughs) (laughs) okay so Friday night let's move on to Friday night we had a TV game Inverness and Rangers hey we should better stop with yourself yeah I think Rangers got back to winning ways obviously beating Inverness 1-0 and they looked good for it I thought um Still looks shaky in defence. Uh, great goal from Kenny Miller. Uh, that was his 100th goal for the club. Um, proved again. And he's done it throughout his career. He's always surprised me that he does... You know, he scores all types of goals, but it was a great uh, volley from him. 
didn't think he was quite capable of that, but he, he managed it. So, yeah, I think Rangers were deserved of their win. What it was with Miller, I think he's maybe best when he's instinctive as opposed to he's got time to think. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would say so. Yeah, if you look back at him, some of his best goals for Rangers, Scotland, and wherever he's been, when he's not had time to think, that's when he's delivered his best. But when he has a one in one situation, he doesn't quite know what to do. But he's still been a, a steady player of the years, and, you know, <laughs> it shows how much Scotland miss him um, as well, because he was ideal for the lone front man at the time. But for Rangers, that was a, he's still going strong at 37. Aye, I seen on the BBC website when you're talking about Scotland, uh, whoever was doing the report said, at 36 he remained an important part of the Scotland side and provided a difference here. Scotland, call up anyone, obviously he's retired, it's not going to happen. But, uh, aye. So. I think a po- another positive for Rangers was that Nico Cranshaw uh, kind of ran the midfield. Looks like he's got himself a bit fitter, uh, and I think he could be an influential player for Rangers from now on. Yeah, definitely, and I think the fact that he's got legs in Halliday and Holt alongside him as well probably get the best out of him too. Whereas, yeah. you know, the combination of um, Barton, Cranchar, and whoever else they had, because both Halliday and Holt were out in the cold at that point, um, didn't really help either. Um, but you know, Rangers need to sort themselves out over the Joy Barton situation because this is just getting beyond a note now. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you'll, I don't think you'll see him again playing in a Rangers strip. No, to tell the truth. I think that's, I think that, I think if we were, if we wanted a banker bet, I think that, <laughs> that could be the banker bet. But no, 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 look, John, they'd end up playing on Sunday just despite us. Aye, aye, yeah. In terms of Holt, um, you obviously know a bit more about him, Hamish, than maybe yeah. John and myself. We watched him over the years. For, for Rangers, does he play the same kind of role that he did play when he did get him at heart? Or is it slightly different? Yeah. No, no, he plays exactly the same. Um, he's a great wee player, got a lot of energy, and he just does the simple passes, links up. But he's also got the ability to go beyond uh, the strikers, so you know, and he does pop up with the odd goal now and again. Missed so at I, hearts. I, sorry, um, probably not missed at hearts, but uh, I think he was at that stage in his career where he was just sitting on the bench every week. So we almost said to him, "You're a good player, but you're not going to get a game," kind of thing. Aye. Uh, that moves us nicely into the the script. Uh, which uh, Hearts to uh, Dundee now yeah I was at the game um, I've got to say it was far from convincing from Hearts I mean we were much the better team in the first half but just couldn't get the ball in the net um, and I think Dundee hit the bar the post a couple of times when it was nil nil. Um, so the game could have gone a different way um, we're having trouble up front hearts with Salmon and Watt just don't seem to be gelling well together uh, Salmon was completely hopeless and Watt just seems to drop too deep and he's never quite up there to support uh, Salmon so Robbie Nielsen made the changes brought on Muirhead and Basically, he won the game for us, I would say. Aye, that's certainly the report I've seen. Um, 
said, and also as well, you've obviously got your uh, sorry Johnson came on. Yeah, he got his yeah he got his first goal for the club. Uh, that was in sort of the dying dying minutes of the game. Um, it, must, it must be worrying for Salmon and Watt that um, a right back has scored more than double the two of them combined so far. Yeah, I mean that that is the worrying thing that they've both only got one goal each, uh, and they just don't look like scoring. Um, and it is left for the likes of Patterson again showed his ability in the air, um, and I would almost think that the bookies probably have Patterson as the favourite to score for Hearts every week, rather than our strikers. So that's Walker. where we're at just now. Walker maybe. Yeah, Walker. Walker did play well, but um, it really, it really was Muirhead that came on, changed the game. Um, Oh no, I mean more so for in terms of the bookies having a player's favourite yeah. to score first. Yeah, but it's cert- certainly not our strikers just now. Yeah. See, with regards to Muirhead, Hamish, I mean, he's he's been a player that's been highly thought of, but, you know, wherever he's been after he left Kilmarnock, mate, it didn't quite work out to, at United. He went on loan to Partick. He only mm. scored the two goals, I think, and they were both in the one game against Kelly, although one was a, an absolute peach. But... Mm. I was quite surprised when you guys said to take him after he was released by United, but um, do you see a lot of potential in him? I've not, I've not seen enough of him because he is just getting sub appearances. Um, when we brought him on, we actually played him on the left wing, um, but he, he, he takes a set pieces as well, so he's obviously got a good cross in him. Um, but yeah, I do see potential in him. But I suppose there's potential for him to get involved more as well. Nicholson's out for three months. That's right. That's yeah. a blow. Yeah, big blow of that because we're we're struggle a bit on the left hand side, uh, so that's just what we didn't need really. But maybe a chance from your head to to get a regular start playing in there. Yeah, well, I, I certainly think with his performance on Saturday coming off the bench that you know he's pushing for a start in the team. Yeah. Depends what Nielsen does because it was mentioned a couple of weeks ago that you know sometimes you drop one of either Walker or Nicholson and play someone with a bit more physical presence when you come up against like Aberdeen and Celtic and you get Rangers coming up so it might well be that you do the same for that game and have Nicholson sorry have uh, your head coming off the bench in that type of game yeah I think I think we definitely will we, we seem to stick with our sort of solid in the middle um, Perry Kitchen I'll get that out properly this week <laughs> uh, and Don Cowie and Jim as well has been really influential for us as well, uh, and then obviously Walker on the on the wing. I suppose the one thing about Jim is that he's been influential, as you say, but the goals haven't come yet. So when that starts happening, Hearts, the fact that the strike force hasn't clutched yet, and Jim's not really scored many. If it does come into play and Jim starts scoring goals, then Hearts are going to have a good season ahead. Yeah. But it is, it is a worry where the goals are coming from just because we've not got, you know, I don't even think Salmon will get anywhere near 10 goals this season. Probably what will be about the 10 goal mark. We really need somebody scoring 15 to 20. Do you think what would be better playing off, um, you know, in a summer road of what Lee Griffiths does play, um, play off the shoulder? Because he's got that um, turn of pace that can get him in behind defenders. I'm surprised yeah. Harris haven't utilised that a bit. Yeah, he, the problem with what I, I think he just naturally he drops back looking for the ball, then he gets it, kind of has his head down, you know, and he's very good at dropping the shoulder, beating a man, but 
then he gets a bit overexcited, beats the next man, and doesn't really look for the pass. So if he could do if he could do all that further up the pitch, then he would be in a chance to score a goal rather than you know having stole the back four ahead of him. It's a potential that Johnson could maybe be the, the goal scorer again. As yeah. Well, or as I say, I've not quite seen enough of Johnson yet. He's he's a big lanky customer. I don't. I think there's you know there's he needs a bit of progression, Johnson. Uh, I suppose we need to talk about Dundee as well. Dundee are bottom of the table now. Yeah, <laughs> they're bottom of the table, but I tell you, they, they gave us a good game and they were, they were unlucky. Um, I think their, their two strikers caused us problems all, all the whole second half. Elbak Tui, uh, another chap. I can't remember. Tisi, yeah. Dutch guy. Yeah. But he, he, you know, he, he was on the ground a lot, but he was he was hassling our defenders the whole game. I think they've been they can kind of says a lot about unfortunately, but the problem for Dundee is that you know they haven't won since Silton Day and they're struggling for goals. Um, you know, it's evident just now. You know, it will be talked about all season the loss of Stuart and Hemmings, um, but at some point they're going to have to to move on and find a formula that does work for them. Definitely. I think did they play? Did they go three at the back? Or... Yeah, they go. Th- yeah, there were three at the back. The big guy Gomez in the middle, who he was quite. Um, he was quite good. I was quite impressed by him actually. Obviously, they've got a good goalie in Scott Dean as well. So, Hately played well as well. So moving on. Yeah, he could be an asset oh. once he gets his. Uh, um, gets his match champs. I don't know how much football he had before he went to Dundee and he joined after the transfer window as well as a free agent so but I mean for his time at Murrow his set piece was his greatest weapon so that might be the main source of goals once um, he gets his sharpness back yep definitely uh, aye we'll move on anyway uh, Aberdeen and Ross County uh, John I'll start with yourself obviously yeah um, managed to catch the Catch the highlights of the game. Um, we looked, looked really good. Um, passing the there was three very good goals. Um, and there was a tap in for Logan in between as well. But um, you know, for what I read from uh, various forums, etc., you know, they were real impressed with the way we played and kept the ball in the deck. And as I say, the quality of the goal. I mean, Hayes's first goal. Um, you know, good run at the box, a terrific shot, and. McGinn, it was good composure for his goal, and I think he needed he needed that because his forms were a bit indifferent this season. And then Stockley coming on showing that we've got options, and his was very well taken in off the post. Um, Hayes was a little bit lucky that um, he didn't get a broken ankle because that was a terrible challenge by the boy. Um, hey, I chill. Chow. Chow, yeah. Chow, um, I mean, even I mean, the reaction of the Ross County cats and Paul Quinn said that all he was saying, "What are you doing?" Yep. Oh, I, um, yeah. That was noticeable for me when I, when one of his own teammates says that you just know it's a bad challenge. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, it's, especially the the problems that Hayes has had before injuries as well. No, no matter who, what player it was, but uh, I mean, to lose Hayes again would just, would just be terrible. We've seen it earlier on in the season when Hayes doesn't play, there is a bit of a struggle. Back to back four 0 wins, which is good. Obviously before yeah. the international break, 
great form in our clean sheet. Commanding, as you say, John, uh, John you probably covered in terms of quality goals as well. Madison again involved, wanting the ball, looking good going into the semi final. I think what you, I think what you've got with Aberdeen is a great midfield with Hayes, Madison, Shinney, McGinn, and then is it McLean that actually plays maybe just in front of them? It's McLean's actually playing a more withdrawn kind of role. He's actually playing. How does he play behind him? Deep, yeah. So he's he's having yeah. to adjust his game, but the last few the last few games before the international break, he's starting to come into the position. He he'd struggled at times a bit early in the season. Um, mm. He's more naturally an attacking midfielder. Mm. However, with the, the pace that we have, with the likes of McGinn and Hayes, sometimes I think McLean wasn't getting involved enough, maybe not getting close enough to Rooney. Obviously, Ryan Jack got injured. Uh, but we've not got a lot of options for central midfield. So McLean's dropped back in there. He's played at times there last season. And it's it's going to be hard for Jack. When you go, sorry. I just uh, recently I he's come into his own with that position I think McLean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all I was just going to say was um, it's get, getting harder for Jack to come back to the team and he had a good start to the season. He was one of our more solid players, but um, you know, do you take um, do you take McLean out when he's been starting to play well? Um, do you keep Shinny in there? Do you move Shinny to left back and then do you drop Considine who's been excellent at left back this season? It'd be very hard for Jack to get back in, certainly straight away, which is a good problem to have. I mean, we'd rather have competition. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, at the moment, you'd probably say yeah, you'd have to be starting on the bench. Uh, I would say. I say I think as well we're getting a bit of consistency with selection of team. That was something that uh, Jordan and myself had discussed in a few podcasts. The fact that at the start of the season there was a lot of changes getting made. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think the problem at the start of the season as well. McGinn and Hayes didn't really have a good start to the season but now they're contributing both scored a goal um, and are damaging teams down the wings yeah well Hayes was out through the month of August as well which didn't help um, but he's obviously back and back and forth and he's such a big difference to our team he's probably a talisman along yeah. with Madison now yeah but there's, a, there's a few that, that's the thing though there's a few match winners it's not just mm-hmm. now people will always say that Hayes McGinn Madison, uh, Rooney, how much is never scored at the weekend before the international break was a couple of goals against Kilmarnock. Stockley coming off the bench as you mentioned earlier, that's him, a couple of goals. But yeah, still uh, Miles Story and I think Wes Burns it was. They never even, yeah. they never even come off the bench. So you mean mm-hmm. you're, you're looking at it's actually a squad whereby you can go, oh yeah, something's, yeah. Not, something's not working, let's bring on the subs, try something different. Yeah, I mean, you've definitely got a good squad, and if you can keep, you know, putting out this midfield week in, week out, you know, I can see you, can see you maybe not challenging Celtic, but certainly being the next best. Uh, potential for a, for a trophy, which uh, moves us nicely into the Betfred Cup, mm-hmm. for which I'll, I don't know if we can say that, because bookies are good good friends with a charity bet, but yeah, it is a Betfred Cup. Uh, League Cup, yeah. Saturday, we have... Morton versus Aberdeen. 12-15 kick-off. Uh, both go into the game on the back of good results. John? Yeah. Uh, what's your yeah. thoughts? 
Um, I never like to predict any um, semi-final that we're involved in, <laughs> or any match for that matter, but it's, um, I think we are still rolling my mind from 2008, and we haven't played a low division team in a semi-final since then, so um, I'm not going to make predictions. What is a shame is that because of the because of location and and the time and the facts and telly, the reports are saying it's going to be less than 20,000, possibly edging just above that, but certainly less than half full, which is a shame. Apparently all that came down to Morton about the venue. Morton didn't want to have the right of playing at Hamden taken away from him, which you can understand. It's their first semi-final you know, for 35 years and in the League Cups case um, since 79, ironically, against ourselves. Um, yes. If we if we play to the way we have been, we will win the game. But if we think if any complacency sets sets in, and it can happen, then we're in trouble. Because Morton, as you say, they couldn't have got a better result, and against the then league leaders away from home as well. Yes, and Morton have had a nice run of form themselves. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Even after that, they've they've won four of their last five games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is also. Uh, Katongo mm-hmm. who, who, was, yeah. who was at Aberdeen's development squad for a while and has now been linked with moves down south I think Crystal Palace last week were linked with him so mm-hmm. that does that side show there's also the fact McInnes I know it was a while back but he was at Morton does that that's where he made his name yep and I as you say John the predictions about semi-finals in Aberdeen recently or I mean, well, Hearts. Yeah, the one at Hearts against St. Johnson. That's about the only semi-final in recent years we've won. You almost get the fear when there's a semi-final. I think that's the only semi-final we've won out the the last eight. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think. Celtic twice. I remember a couple of times we've been defeated by St. Johnson at Ibrits. In a semi-final, Hibs, Hibs. Dundee United, mm-hmm. Queen of twice the... Dundee United, aye, Queen of the South. Yeah. Oh, that's been too many. You're talking like... yourself out of this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to do the reverse psychology now. Yeah. I think yeah. A wee bit. So, so... I think, I think, as John said, though, if you do play to your capabilities, I think you'll be too strong for Morton, but. I could see this game going to extra time. Oh no! Please no! 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 I can't. No! 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 Thank you. I don't know if I could. I don't no. know if I could um, endure that. But no. if it meant we ended up winning, I could. <laughs> then it wouldn't bother me. Oh, Hamish, don't don't say that. Come on. <laughs> I, I still have. I still remember that. Well, obviously I'm not going to forget like that. But extra time and then oh my! I don't. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't. You obviously didn't enjoy the win because you were that through. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, John? Understand? In terms of extra time, you're just oh, please score, don't go to penalties, please score, don't go to penalties, and then it went to penalties, and you're like, oh man, I mean, there's folk that couldn't even watch. Yeah, like, I, no, I, I, I can't even watch this. I think, I mean, penalties um, are great drama um, until it's involving yourself. Yes. You know, and then it just, I mean, even there's even some games that go to penalties that don't involve my team, you get nervous almost. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's weird, but hopefully we won't be talking about penalties when we've done the business in 90 minutes. Um, one thing I will say is good about the semi finals this year, um, unlike the last 16 years, is that they've come less than, or just over four weeks since the quarter finals, whereas beforehand it was, you had a three month wait. 
Yeah. At least the tournament's getting done quickly this time, which I think is bringing interest back a little bit. I think it's a great thing that they've reintroduced, you know, get the cup done and dusted before Christmas and not have that massive lag till till the final. It was mm-hmm. it was silly. Mm-hmm. Do, do I want to give a start or not? Go for it. Right. Morton haven't beaten Aberdeen since the 1981-82 season. John, if we lose this game, I'm holding you personally responsible. You can't hold me responsible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Listen, I, I, I remember someone told that a stat before playing St. Johnson in the Scottish Cup semi-final, and they said St. Johnson have never beaten Aberdeen in the in the Scottish Cup, and they never won a Scottish Cup semi-final. And I just thought they're going to win, and lo and behold, that's what happens. Oh, don't be blaming so me. Don't, not, <laughs> don't, no don't, don't, don't be blaming me. Uh, the most recent the most recent meeting uh, was also in the League Cup. Uh, Aberdeen won 2 now, so there's a better one. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll go with that positivity. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, but uh, yeah. it should be a good. It should be. Uh, it should be a good game. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. Aberdeen, Madison the hero. Uh, yeah. I think a cup semi. I think it's written for Madison to be the hero. I'll take anyone to be the hero as long as it's an, an Aberdeen shot. If the re- if the hero's the, the the referee for the ball getting in off his backside and we win the game, that'll do me. But <laughs> as long as we win the game and get to another final, um, and who we play in the final, I'm not getting as long as we're there. Aye, I yeah. think there's is there another semi final as well this weekend. I'm not sure. I, I think there is, uh, but I'm no, I don't know. It's not been mentioned much. These games. Yeah, are... we don't we don't need, we don't need to cover that too much. I mean, every other outlet will give it the overhype. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I suppose I, I, we need to mention it. Uh, Celtic yeah. Rangers, Sunday, Hamish. I I would have to say that I th- still think that Celtic will, will quite comfortably win this. I think they're cutting above above Rangers. Um, I could see them winning by at least two goals. I think it'll be closer than the last game, obviously, but that won't be too hard for Rangers to make it tighter but with that Rangers defence you know mm-hmm. Celtic will be you know rubbing their hands yeah. I think the only thing that Rangers will be hoping for is that Celtic have also get a Champions League game um, yeah. and Wednesday gets much and glad back and how much will that take it to Celtic players um, but Celtic have just got a fitter squad a bigger squad you know um, they've got so many options in the attack in the attacking fields. You know, if Dembele's not fit, they bring in Griffiths. If they, if uh, Forrest isn't playing, they bring Patrick Roberts. You know, it's. They've got. Um, I think they've, they've now Celtic have got the squad to you know, cope with the Champions games midweek, and because um, at the weekend they're you know they they still had you know Patrick Roberts on the bench, Colo Tuni was on the bench as well. Griffiths coming off the bench. They've, I think they've got enough strength and depth to, to win this game quite easily. Yeah. I mean, Liam, he- Liam Henderson uh, started as well on mm-hmm. Saturday against Motherwell, and this is for the start of the season in the league anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, again, just another player. They've, ah, they've got so many players. The one thing, though, I think with Rodgers so far, he's not maybe rotated too much. I think the big games... He will, mm-hmm. He's got an idea what his first choice lineup is, which I think mm-hmm. sometimes under uh, Ronnie Dyler last season, I don't think he knew what his best team was at times. 
Rogers, oh, yeah. I think, has basically has gone right. This is pretty much. There's a, a, a core maybe about eight players. You, they're starting, probably. Although has been the odd chopping and changing with the keeper and all that, but I think things settled down and under Rogers. It's just that's just a, a far superior outfit this season to, mm-hmm. to what they've been previously. Rangers have have they improved since that last game? When Celtic and Rangers met, hard to say. They've shown minor improvements in the last couple of games since uh, we beat them at Pataudry, but uh, you know they were still expected to take six points off the two thistles. Um, and even in those games, there was not a lot of conviction about their victories. So I still try to find a. Uh, I still don't think Mark Robertson really knows his best. Sam doesn't know his best centre back then, and no. that's a worry going in the Celtic game. I mean, I think it. Keenan and Hill. No, that that reason I brought Rob Keenan made back in because he was diabolical against Celtic last time. Yeah, I think I think his problem is that all four of his centre backs are not quite good enough. Um, there will be surely something they'll try and look at at the Christmas transfer window. Mm-hmm. It could maybe be as well the protection that the centre backs are getting. Are they getting much in terms of protection? Well, I'd be very surprised if he plays his normal 4-3-3 this time uh, against Celtic. Surely, surely he, learnt, he learnt things from the, the 5-1 defeat. I'm not sure because he kept saying, you know, if plan A doesn't work, we'll just need to make plan A, um, learn to do plan A better. Uh, you know, that baffled me a little. I mean, he might well surprise us and... You know, Rangers did win the Scottish Cup semi-final last season, so you, you can't write them off completely. Anything can happen in a cup tie. Um, and if Celtic have an off day, Rangers do have that chance, but I think Celtic are going to be on their game, and they're going to be too good. So, the final is going to be... Hamish, what do you think? I can only see it being an Aberdeen Celtic final. OK, John... I refuse to um, predict an Aberdeen match. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't happening. Aye. Uh, I think it will be Celtic versus Aberdeen or Morton. <laughs> That's all you're getting out of me. <laughs> oh, aye. I, I, it's like I, I, I don't ever like putting Aberdeen in the charity bet, much as like the last how many, what, three seasons now? Pretty much most weeks were, were good for the win, but aye, Celtic Aberdeen final. Um, so, yeah. Right. And talking of predictions, we've got we've got three games the weekend to predict. Yeah. Two on Saturday, one on Sunday. And first up, we have Inverness against Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock off the back of a good win against St Johnson. Inverness off the back of a loss against Rangers. Uh, Hamish, prediction for that one? What do you think? Um. I actually did predict Kilmarnock to beat St Johnston at almost six to one, oh. and won a won a bit of money on that. Oh, um, did you? You could have told us about that one. Well, unfortunately, I wasn't on last week. Um, <laughs> but what I will say is that I was quite impressed with Inverness actually against Rangers. They did quite well, and I would have them to be winning this game two one. Okay, uh, John. You just don't know what you're going to get off any of them. I mean, Kilmarnock lost 10 goals 
two games before and then they go and win at St. Johnson. Um, I think it's going to be... Um, I'm going to go for a Desmond for this one, actually. A Desmond? Oh, mm-hmm. right. Well, I got uh, that last week in the Partick game. Aye. Aye, everyone likes a Desmond. Mm-hmm. So, Kamarit by all accounts were, were, were good for a win, uh, from mm-hmm. what I heard. Uh, the clean sheet, first clean sheet under Lee Clark, I believe, since he's taken over. Yeah, it was. It was their first clean sheet, but again, their goalie was uh, outstanding. Yeah. Jimmy McDonald, he had quite uh-huh. a few good saves. You yeah, it's Hearts playing all that. Extraordinary. <laughs> he has these games, McDonald, where he looks amazing, and then the next week he can. Uh, he'll have a blunder the next game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why we kind of eventually got rid of him, because he, you know, he was always capable of a complete blunder. So, I'm going to go for an investment as well. I'm going with Hamish. Um, I actually think I two one as well. If I fancy Inverness at home, we'll get back to one in ways. Uh, the other game on Saturday, we have Partick Thistle against Ross County. Partick Thistle off the back of a draw against Hamilton. Ross County off the back of a, a 4 0 defeat against Aberdeen. Uh, John, I'll let you predict first this time. Um, well, Partick haven't won since Oakland Day, and I think they're due a bit of luck. Um, I'm going to go for 2 1 Thistle. 2 1 Thistle. Hamish? I'm just going for 1-0 but Park Thistle to win. I think Ross County are really, really struggling for goals just now. Obviously, Boyce is still out um, and they're just not getting goals from anyway. Yeah, failed to score in their last four away matches. Mm-hmm. So, 1-0 to Partick. Uh, aye. Okay. Uh, I will go for Partick Thistle to win 2-1 in that one. Uh, moving on to Sunday, we have St Johnston against Dundee. Both teams off the back of a defeat. Uh, Hamish? Yeah, I mean, Dundee were quite impressive in the second half against Hearts. Really unlucky hitting the post four times or whatever it was. But I think St Johnston will bounce back. Uh, so I'll go 2-1 St Johnston. John? I'll go with uh, 1-0 St Johnson. I think that, I mean, St Johnson have been a bit of a funny team this season. Um, you know, they win one week, they lose or draw the next. There's no proper consistency, but I think they'll bounce back with 1-0. Uh, I'm going to side with St Johnson as well. Uh, yeah, 1-0. I can see St Johnson keeping a clean sheet. So, out of those three matches... Uh, I think the only thing we've agreed on is that St John's will win if we want to put St John's as part of the bet they no. are what was that no oh it's no. a Sunday oh it's a Sunday aye mm. right so that maybe rules that one out it wasn't even so much it's a Sunday it's the fact that we took them last week and it let us down oh right, okay so basically any <laughs> team that, so basically any team that we take that let us down we don't bet back again is that what you're saying Pretty much. <laughs> Aye, we're going to wind up running out of teams. Uh, True. Hamish, come on, give us some expert advice. I'm quite confident Inverness are going to get the win, so let's have them as one. Right, okay. Inverness, they are 11 to 20 at home against Kilmarnock. Yep. 
Right. Who's your next pick? My next pick is the Livingston v Alaba game and both teams to score there. Right. I agree with that. These, both these teams are scoring goals every week. Okay. I wouldn't so, like to predict who will win the game, but I think they'll both score. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just going to have a look to see what the odds is in that. Uh, right, I know we had a wee bit of discussion before the podcast about the third pick. The, the preference is that we keep it to a Saturday. So have you got a third choice, Amish? Well, I was going to have Celtic to win every day of the week. But now you're challenging me. Um, I know you don't like it, but I was going to have Hibs to win. Probably going to get o- overruled. Yeah. <laughs> do we, do we go for it? Do we, do we, Hamish is calling for it. Right. I don't. I don't want another um, repeat of uh, "Oops, we have it again." Yeah. <laughs> you don't have that all the time. What about United at home to Dumbarton? Well, Dundee United are playing all right now. Yeah, but the I think the odds on that aren't very good. Mm. Uh, well, uh, sorry to interrupt. Livingston and Alloa both teams to score is forty eleven. So mm. we've got an eleven to twenty, a forty eleven. Do we are we do we want to go for something that potentially five to six hibs? Right. Re- remember remember that Hibs got a, a man sent off. In their game, their last game. Right. Fact, they quite often get a punch off. You're not winning me over with that one, Hamish. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll, I'll, I'll have a quick look and see. And, and believe what... me, I don't really want Hibs to win. Yeah. Right. I'll, we'll have a quick look just to see what Inverness to win, Livingston and Alwa, both teams to score would be, and Hibs. Just to see. Uh, while I'm doing that, if you. Any other choices maybe instead of Hibs just in case the other okay. one's St. John St. Johnston to beat Dundee but, but yeah, it's uh, a, as, as we said about St. Johnston we're a bit iffy it's a, sun, it's a Sunday factor because if the two come in Saturday we're waiting over till Sunday to see if it comes in uh, which we've tried previously not to I know sometimes it's not been possible uh, right if we go for Inverness so, 11 it's if you get Celtic Tourette's right, yeah. um, so if we go for Inverness 11 to 20 Livingston and Alaba both teams score at 40 to 11 and Hibs at 5 to 6 £10 would return 38.75 including the stake just for this pardon was that just for those two teams? No, for the three. I cause, uh, oh, including Celtic? No, no, not Celtic. No Celt- no. I'm sorry, Celtic. I'm losing the plot here. Aye. <laughs> um, so, yeah, £10 we just turned 38 We'll go for MLS, 11-20. Love you, Alloa. Both teams go 4-11. Hibs 5-6. Uh, keep to the Saturday. Take it. Take it. Right. So. I'm being first, overruled, so I can't argue. He was just confident. <laughs> Right, yep. that'll, do, that'll do me. Uh, and we can then put the play on Hamish. So, first goal scorer bet? 
the one that I picked out, the one I picked out, and you guys did mention it earlier that Dundee United are going well just now. And this guy Tony, is it Tony Andrew? Yeah. He's scored in the last two games. I fancy him to do it again. Aye, we actually did have a wee mention for him last week, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. I think it was me that maybe mentioned him. Yeah, I think he got the second goal, but he did score. Mm -hmm. He's saving the first one for this weekend. Happy with that. Hopefully, yeah. They're at at home against Dumbarton, so I think they should really be winning that game, so let's let's Mm -hmm. have that. Okay, that sounds good to me. So, Tony Andrew, first goal scorer, those odds will come later in the week. Uh, Follow at SFF Podcast on Twitter, and the odds will be revealed. Before we finish up, anything else either you want to discuss? Anything in the, the last week of Scottish football you've seen? The one thing that we didn't mention uh, in the Celtic game was Tierney's sort of messy moment where he jinked past about five players and then hit the bar. Yeah, that's the only thing I've seen in that game so far. I've not even seen the goals, just because it was obviously doing the rounds in social media, but it was tremendous skill. It's just a shame we didn't finish it. Yeah. Uh, what about yourself, John? Anything? Any... Highlights? Other than Aberdeen winning again. Um, <laughs> what well, well, was this required, really? Uh, yeah. I mean, just uh, just slightly off, um, off topic from domestic action. Um, I don't know if this is a, a good or a bad thing, but I managed to purchase t- um, my ticket for Wembley next month, so I don't know if that's um, dedication or um, delu- delusional. <laughs> more fool me but I'm looking forward to it in a weird sort of way I suppose we need to wait until ah uh, yeah <laughs> could be a great occasion are you going to, are yeah. you, can you, do you bring Scotland luck when you go to games <laughs> mixed record <laughs> <laughs> mixed record aye okay uh, how, how, how many Scots are likely to be down at Wembley Um. well they had 13,000 tickets I think they all sold out today Um. But apparently there's going to be somewhere between fifteen and 20,000 going down for the game. Yeah. There'll be a few smuggled in. Yeah. So... Yeah. Aye. There'll be... But you've also got potentially the amount that are maybe staying in England already as well, whether some of them have tickets or not. Mm-hmm. It could be a, a takeover. I don't know if it is in terms of... It's not an ideal day for it. Yeah, it's a Friday night. Oh, actually, well, uh, maybe it's too good a day, actually. Depends. That could be... Aye. See what happens. I wonder when the last time was England and Scotland played each other on a Friday night. Don't know. Who knows? I I, I can't think of a Friday night game between England and Scotland. No, not that I can think of. I mean, only, only a Saturday night. There's been a Tuesday and Wednesday games before, but well, I don't think any other day of the week's been played. Um, just feels weird on international football. It's been a Friday still. I, I can't. Yeah. I, I, I still can't get my head around that. I know why it happens and all that, but I just die. It, it just weird. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that probably concludes then. And it, we can, well, we can't really do the, the the closing we've been doing the last few weeks. So we'll just say uh, thanks, Amy, for being back on and uh, predicting a winner for us. No problem. Cheers, guys. And uh, John, thanks again. Thanks again, guys. Right. Good night, guys. See you later. Good night.